Welcome back to DMnastics, the gym for dungeon masters to work out their minds. I'm one of your hosts, DM Neil, aka Joke Maniac. And I'm Celeste, or DM Celeste. It's me. <laughs> Welcome back. And on today's episode, we are going to tie back to nothing. Nothing, nothing at all. Or everything. It all depends on your personal perspective. Mm-hmm. Maybe even the entire history of this little program we have here. Dun, dun, dun. The more you know. Sound effect goes here. Uh, and that's just it. We are going to talk about the history of gymnastics because it's been a long time since that conversation has happened. And Celeste had many questions. I did. Yeah, I, I figured since I'm new to the show and there might be some of you out there who are new to listening to the show, I definitely wanted to ask some questions, maybe a little bit about the history of gymnastics, uh, the story behind DM's block. Uh, so I'm excited to to learn with you all today. Yes, I am also excited to teach or at least to talk. <laughs> so... We'll probably focus heavily on DMnastics uh, because it did start pretty early on in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, I mean, Neil, why don't why don't you tell us a little bit about what inspired starting DMnastics? What what was the origin story, if you will? Yes, well, it is partially mine to tell, but it did start with another, <gasps> and that would be DM Main Prize, who was my co-host for quite a few episodes, but his original inspiration actually ties back to Reddit slash RPG, and there was a gymnastics segment that someone was doing there, and that was by user Kriegerson, um, and that went for about 100 exercises, and the original inspiration was taken from there, kind of twisted around upside down, and put onto the block party forums. Oh, all right. Cool to know. So the first five or so and kind of basically like the first 20, it wasn't quite as like it was kind of first come first serve on it. So definitely some big shout outs to like the early DMnastics crew, if you will. So Friar Took, Never, Samwise and DMC, they all helped shape it into what it is. And I'm trying to, I can't remember the exact numbers, and I don't got time for that anyways. Neil, do you remember what the first ever gymnastics ex- exercise was? I would love to know. Yes. You notice I will keep my eyes on the camera because I know exactly what it is. And it was several items or magical items that were basically two-word prompts. Oh. Uh, so you would take one of those, and what was that magic item to you? And so, like, I think one of them was Beartooth, and that's the one I took. Cool. Magic item prompts. Always a yep. favorite here on Diamnastics. Yes. And so those were those were a lot of fun. And the first five or six were just kind of just generalized prompts. And eventually there was a conversation about the idea of making more out of these prompts. Mm-hmm. So it was the idea of tying it back specifically to the episodes. Ah, got it. Because now that starts to make a direct engagement with the content that's being produced. So it's like, not only is here are the words, but here are people taking actions with those words and making things directly out of them. So you're cool. taking, taking the original content and making more out of it. So at what point in the process did the forums get added to the equation? So the forums were actually added very, very early on in the inception of the podcast. Like it's, it's, 
really, really close together. Because, I mean, one of my favorite things about Diamnastics is the fact that we get to highlight uh, a forum post every week and we get this awesome input and get to look at other people's ideas. So that's definitely one of my favorite parts of Diamnastics. So I, I love that that is incorporated uh, in the show. Okay, here we go. So I don't know when the forum started, but the first Diamnastics post was February 10th of 2015. Wow. So we're basically almost four years to the day. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Recording this episode right now. Wow. Boom. There you go. This is special. Oh, I love this. That's awesome. We had no idea that it would line up quite that way. We should uh, all buy each other cupcakes. We'll mail them to each other. Sold. I don't know why, but yes, I I am sold <laughs> to on celebrate. Oh, okay. Four years old. We will send each other four cupcakes. <laughs> Perfect. So at some point in there, I had offered to help Mitch and Chris in any way I could. So I started editing, and kind of quickly at some point, I suggested the idea that DM Main Prize and I would get together, create a short segment, five to ten minutes at most, and it would be added to the podcast. So basically, the start was story time where Chris and Mitch would talk about their games. You would have the meat of the episode and then you would have DMnastics. So an exercise to kind of engage with the community. So, yeah. Okay, so it sounds like everybody has cool DM names in the history of this podcast. I'm really starting to feel a little bit like I, I should come up with a DM name. So DM Main Prize is just using his last name. That's his last name? Yep. That's... Phil Main Prize. What? Okay. Yeah. Well, dang. Yeah. <laughs> Back to the drawing board. Then. Okay. Done. So after after it got added, you know, and kind of quickly life changed for DM Main Prize, and he started traveling the literally traveling the countryside with his with his brothers, setting up the gauntlet, which is kind of a obstacle course similar to Tough Mudder, Spartan Race, things like that. And so it was just the the team of brothers, what? and they would <laughs> so they would go, and then they would go early, and basically they would do all the front end work building the course, and then the course would happen. They'd pack up and go to the next place. That's an incredible job. Yes. And so I was kind of on my own, though, at that point. Yeah. Uh, so I quickly transitioned into having to find guests for basically every episode. Uh, and Rich Howard was the first guest that I ever had. Oh, and now you guys are such good friends. We are. We're best buds. And the crazy thing, though, is or not necessarily crazy, but convenient thing was that I could just try it with the original guest from the episode first Mm -hmm. to fulfill what I affectionately call the inspireception Mm -hmm. because at that time I wasn't on the episodes. Right. So then I was inspired by the content that they would create on the main episode to create something on the forum, which that exercise then would inspire in the forum users to do the exercise and create this new content, which would then inspire hopefully myself and the original guest once again by the content that the forum had created based on and let the the inspireception spirals out. (laughs) Commence. Yes. So eventually, though, DMnastics evolved, if you will, because we, at that point, I I have no idea, again, when, but at that point I had started coming on to the main episodes and Mitch and I had 
discussed a lot about breaking out story time and gymnastics because the main episodes just kind of got what we felt was very unwieldy because story time started getting bigger. Gymnastics started get, getting bigger. And so then we're starting to hit this like two hour range on some of the episodes and we didn't, we just didn't want to do that anymore. Right. So uh, we, I wouldn't want to work out for two hours. Yes. So we split <laughs> them out into their own podcasts. So story time was on its own for a while. And gymnastics of course is still on its own. Interesting. It's so cool learning how, how these things come to be. Yeah. And that led eventually to me asking my friend Josh, um, who I've known. I went to college with Josh, and he's really heavily involved in you know, Pathfinder, Adventure League, the local, basically the local gaming community. He helps put on one of the bigger conventions here and some of the smaller ones. So I was like, Josh, you are the ideal person. <laughs> and it worked out amazingly until once again, life showed up. Uh that old rascal. Yeah, it happens. It happens to the best of us, which makes me the worst of us because I'm still here. The <laughs> no, so, no, no. He just <laughs> so he just started working on some of his own content and definitely check out Pocket Meeple because he is also heavily focused on some gaming stuff and has written for Polygon before and things like that. So definitely check out his content. But that eventually led to... <gasps> the most exciting part of the story, right? <laughs> exactly. Where... I asked someone else to come and be a fool and be my co-host who, as well. Who was it, Neil? Well, it was you, oh, you fool. it was me. And here I am. <laughs> yes, you are here. And I don't, I don't, so let's pick up the story right there for now. Like, <gasps> oh, wow. what are, what are, like, what's your side of things? Go. Well, I I mean, I'd already always known what DM's block was since, I mean, you guys have been around for so long. You're basically an institution in podcasting since you've been doing this for, yeah, almost four years. Uh, so I had listened to episodes and thought this was super cool. Uh, and then I met you, Neil, I think for the first time, was it with Small Monsters? No, we met, um, I don't know how we would have met otherwise, but we did meet in person at Gen Con. We met, I think, yeah, we met briefly in person at the first Gen Con I ever went to. I think Which was uh, also the James first Gen Con I ever went to. Oh, really? Oh, I think yeah. James and Rudy from Don't Split the Podcast Network uh, introduced us. We yes. were at a meet and greet. Yeah, the RPG Academy one, the yes. first night. Yes, yep. the first night. Oh, that's what we did. We played. Yep. Was it Betrayal? Oh. No, no, it was what board game? We I I showed up to Gen Con. I was there super early before any of the other Venture Maidens got there. And it was the first night I was there and James and Rudy were like, hey, we're going to go to the RPG Academy game meetup. Do you want to come? I was like, okay, I have, I'm, I don't know anyone. All right. And I yep. went up and met with them. And yeah, you were sitting uh, at a table with a bunch of other nice folks. And we played a board betrayal? game. Yeah, it we was did play betrayal. betrayal. Yep. Oh, Neil, I totally forgot that's how we met. Um yep. But yeah, and that was super fun and awesome. And uh, a few months, I think, after that, we all got together for our uh, online D&D game, uh, Small Monsters, again, over on DSPN Presents, if you want to check that out. And so since then, we've been friends. And when Neil asked me to come on the show, I was like, absolutely, that's amazing. Being part of DMs Black is incredible. And uh, yeah, I just get to, you know, riff with you all the time, which is amazing. Yes, it it has been, and I've told you, and I'll, I'll try not to gush too much, but you have been freaking awesome <laughs> to work with. Well, thanks. Yes. I love being here, and I hope you all are enjoying 
the energy I bring uh, to Diamnastics, my particular brand of picking up weights, dropping them yes. sometimes, Ooh, falling down okay. on treadmills, <laughs> that sort of thing. Uh, I'm a mess when you get me in a real life gym. I was going to so. say, my number one goal has immediately changed to going to a real gym with you. Please, God, no. Uh, this oh. I don't know if I can uh, maintain our friendship after that, the embarrassment. Okay. okay, never mind. We'll be fine. Never mind. We will not go to a real gym. Uh, I basically walk into a real gym and burst into flames. It's It's really fun. Yeah, but you have been the most consistent gym co-host. At this point, because you even stick around when I invite other people. Yeah, which is great because I, I love hanging out with new folks. And uh, that's also an, another amazing thing on gymnastics, getting to to play and create uh, with with other amazing creators out there in the community. That's that's probably my dream. And I'm living it. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is fun to see people kind of come out of what I what I would say is kind of like the normal interview mentality. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that's also difficult for us to explain the format of the show of just like, come have fun. Here's an outline of basic things, but really just come have fun with us and seeing people kind of in that different light of like, I'm not, I'm not really pitching anything. Right. I'm not really trying to focus on a certain topic. It's literally, this is the stuff. This is how my brain works. Let's get after it. Yeah. Cause I do, I do feel like, you know, I I've done, lots of RPG interviews and seen them and been part of them. And after a while, it does feel like, you know, you're you're answering the same questions on different platforms. So, you know, you sort of have your call and repeat responses and, you know, the way you talk about what you do and what you create. Uh, so getting people in the gymnastic setting where we're, yeah, we're doing none of that, but we're just making things up together is just, it's a great way uh, to spend time with folks. Yep. And and seeing people do that research and get so engaged with, again, that content that they have already inspired, I think, you know, and, and it helps them see the effectiveness of them coming on the show. And I, I feel like it's really uplifting. And by far and away, the person that blew my mind the most was Mike Merles. <gasps> I wasn't there for that one, but. Oh, he was, he was like, oh, yeah, I'm ready. I got the forum all pulled up. I got this one ready. I'm just like, oh, Mike. this is so. <laughs> This is so good. Your um, brain, your beautiful yeah. brain. <laughs> it was that was by far and away the most fun. And the funny thing is, when we get official D and D people on, I mean, everyone does this. I'm not. I'm not lifting the veil in any way. But seeing what they talk about, and then seeing what comes out, maybe a year, a year and a half later, mm -hmm. because he came on for Mega Mega Dungeons. <gasps> Interesting. And then lo and behold. <laughs> What did we get? Dungeon of the Mad Mage. Yep. So that was, it's really, it's really fun to kind of see that stuff. And you know, we get a lot of hints here and there mm -hmm. through like the other conversations that they're clearing, clearly having. Yes. So that pretty much brings us up to today. But there is one other big question that you have. So I will let you pose it now and we will see where it takes us. Yeah. So I know we've mentioned in a few gymnastics episodes and this gets referenced in the forums and everything. But I wanted to hear a little bit more about the world of Diambe, which is sort of the, the homebrew world uh, incorporated into the DMs block. So I wanted kind of an overview and to just hear a little bit more about that. So one of the big things is kind of a focus on homebrew and homebrew worlds has always been a fo big focus that we've had here at the Dungeon Masters block because that's kind of 
I mean, in a way, every every game is some level of a homebrew world. Even if you're playing in the realms, it's your version of the realms. Yeah. And so, like, that's why we always frame things kind of in that way. Because also, you know, Mitch plays in Autos, the world he's created. And he's played in different generations of it. And we all kind of have our own Autos. I felt that Diamnastics needed to evolve. And the idea was to create a world... You basically by the community for the community of Dungeon Masters block in the forums. So I came up with the idea of Deimbe, which is literally just taking the word, the letters D M B, looking them up in different languages and putting them back together. Ah, uh, I see. Uh, Neil's internet searching strikes again. <laughs> Hello. Yes. Uh, so that is what I did, and then it started. And really, it was the idea of like no matter where the exercise took us, trying to tie it back to to the world of Dayan Bay and creating more content for it. I mean, honestly, I've been somewhat remiss in that because sometimes it's difficult and because life gets busy. But I will say now that I have a renewed commitment because one of the other things that happened is I had become a patron of Devin Rue, mm. the the mistress of maps, and. I would say I was probably a patron for quite some time, but I put my name on the name in the hat and eventually she did the entire world of Deimbe because one of one of the episodes tied back to mapping. So basically I had gone to Donjon, just had a randomly generated map that was kind of a basis. I actually had taken that map and one of our forum users, Whipstash, Ryan Hennessy, he went ahead and was working on his own map skills and took it kind of as like a portfolio builder and may redid the world of Deimbe wow. in his own style. And so that kind of replaced the fairly mundane, not fantastic Donjon map. And then I took his map as inspiration to give to Devin and she took it and you know, and that's, that's what she does. It's a profession. Mm-hmm. So just took it and went crazy with it. I uh, mean, wow. that said, Ryan has, done some absolutely amazing work for I, I don't know if you've heard of him james intracasso like maybe that guy doesn't yeah. he do a lot of D? a little bit <laughs> um but yeah so definitely check out ryan online and so but devin made it and it is insane it was the first digital map she ever made so the scale at which you can zoom in and zoom Whoa. out is staggering like i literally got lost just kind of slowly scrolling around the map for hours because like she's amazing just little things she'll add in like a cave here or a random house here things like that so i think we need to i think we need to get back to the world of day i bay well i am very happy to help participate in doing that yeah and some of the other things that have happened and i I don't think i've shared much of this but at uh, catacon i actually made a one-shot set in the world of day i bay in kind of the most developed town called Lucina Tyrion, which is basically a devil's plateau. And so imagine a mountain that someone cut the top off of, but mm-hmm. somehow that happened naturally. And on top of that is a wizard's tower. Ah. And a city has been built around that. So it's like kind of like an, a more of a metropolis. Take Isengard and make it a huge metropolis. Yeah. Um, and so there's w- wizards in the tower. What's happening? What's not happening? So I made the one shot, the Siege of Lucina Tyrion. Ah. Where the players are just in the town and then everything goes sideways and they need to figure out. And then kind of also giving like different hooks. Like, what do you want to go help? Mm-hmm. Basically, they can't do anything. But that's beside the point. Um, <laughs> Don't tell the people that. <laughs> 
yeah, eventually they they head to the tower because the wizards are kind of overseeing everything. And um, yeah, and it, like I said, it's a one shot, and the world of Dayambe gets to be whatever we want it to be. But the wizards totally left as soon as it happened, so then they're not there. So the town gets overrun. Yes, ah, uh, we should play that. Yes, we should. We should play in Dayambe much more. Yes, we should. Welcome aboard. But that's so that's kind of Dayambe in a nutshell, the history of gymnastics and I don't know. Like that that's it. That's what I got. Wow. Well, it was really cool to be able to like go over all of that and just sort of hear what brought us here to our, what year 4. Uh, and I think both of us just want to say thank you so much for participating in this. I mean, gymnastics, the soul of it is, you know, getting together with other creators and hearing your thoughts, uh, especially from the forums and chatting with other guests and creators. And that is a really powerful part of our show. And I, I definitely want to say thank you to, to all of you for, uh, listening, for participating and for getting out there and telling amazing stories. Definitely. The forums, if you haven't gone, are I, I know forums are definitely old hat in a way, but these forums are one of the best places for DMs because oftentimes, you know, without the engagement, you live in a silo because you don't bounce your you don't bounce your ideas back off of your players. That right. defeats the purpose in a lot of ways. Yeah, and so usually have, your players are your friends and you yes. can't you don't have anybody yep. to bounce these ideas off of. Yeah, so definitely check out the forums to throw your ideas out there. And as I say to pretty much anyone that shows up and steal every idea you want. That's the whole purpose of the community. Exactly. We we make them to be used. So just there's just full of so many gifts and interesting characters and plot hooks and places and ideas. Uh, it's really incredible to check out. As always, though, we have an important question. And I have this question for you, Celeste. <gasps> for me. Where can people go to find all the stuff we do? Yeah, uh, so <laughs> you can go ahead and email us over at dmnastics at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter at dmnastics. Uh, check out Neil's stuff at Jotmaniac. Check me out at C. Conowich. And of course, for anything else on the network, you can go to blockpartypodcastnetwork.com. But with that, let's head to the post-workout cooldown and stretch with the light bulb. Light bulb. Celeste has no idea what we're about to do, but what we are going to do, and her face looking at the outline that has no information. Uh, I, I just went stone cold white yes. face. Yes. <laughs> so what we are going to talk about is the fact that you can head over to ruinc.com where you can then head to shop. And because of the way that I did it, the essence of Dayime Bay, when I had Devin create the map, an option you have is basically to copyright it, to monetize it. You pay for you pay for that so that it's yours. But that I don't think of a worse thing I could have ever done than choose that. So if you wanted, you could go buy Dayime Bay map merch right now. You could wow. get a, the Dayime Bay map on canvas. You could get a pillow. You could get a bag. You can get a Dayime Bay bikini if you wanted. <gasps> what? 
blowing minds. Dayan Bay leggings. I bought one of the shirts. It's really, oh, really I, nice. I was hoping you were going to say you bought the bikini, but that's okay. Well, no. So, but I did also have her create the map on leather because she recently got a Glowforge. Oh, wow. And she just started making master maps that are on fabric that will be hung. So, yours truly is getting everything Dayan Bay and definitely head over to re rueinc.com slash shop if you wanted to get some day iron bay merch for yourself boom boom that was a great one but with that we'll turn out the lights and head out of the gym but before we go i want to again implore you the listener to join up on the forums and take part in these challenges exercises and all of the other amazing conversations being had to do that head over to dungeonmasterblock.freeforums.net and try some gymnastics so your players don't ask do you even lift can I trust you will add your own cardio? Yeah, no, don't put me down for cardio. What are you doing? Horizontal running. <laughs>